Hello, everybody. Welcome to turn to page number four. Bubble, bubble with rhapsody. Bubble, bubble. Yes. Oh, okay. There we go. There's the energy we need for the deadly experiments of Doctor Eek, the fourth book in the, the Give Yourself Goosebumps. Uh, I was gonna say anthology. I guess is that is that is that apt? Is it I mean, yeah. I guess it is. I mean, they're hey. all they're all individual stories by themselves, right? Universes unto themselves. Yeah, they're epics and anthologies, and uh, this cover is the scariest. Obviously, great for audio uh, medium. Let's mm -hmm. talk about <laughs> how this thing looks. But it's a is is a scary monkey in a lab coat. He's got very dangerous looking teeth and his lips are quite uh supple <laughs> <laughs> and his lips are just juicy and yes. luscious honestly he's kind of handsome if i'm gonna be honest and that's what's so scary to me this is an awakening in me uh the deadly experiment he... of dr eek indeed he fills out that lab coat something fierce, I'll tell you that. <laughs> he sure does. He's bursting out of it. So, like, <laughs> he, fill, he fills it out a bit too much, and he, he does look fierce. Uh, oh, my. But I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for this one. It seems like it might be a different change of pace. But It does. It does. I will say, the thing that immediately happens when I see this is, of yeah. course, I assume that is Dr. Eek. Oh, right? yeah. He's wearing the lab coat. Yes. The deadly experiments of Dr. Eek. However, he may be one of the deadly experiments. The only way for us to find out is to get a little bit of a synopsis of what's yeah. going to go on in this book. Would you like to hear about it? I, I would. I, I would like to hear about Dr. Eek's monster. Beware! Huh. Do not read this book from beginning to end. Enter the laboratories of the evil Dr. Eek. These are lambs with experiments so strange, so amazing, so terrifying. They are super smart chimps and never-ending mazes. There are growling German <laughs> shepherds and mind-boggling virtual reality. One visit with Dr. Eek in the science class will seem like kindergarten. The scary adventure is all about you. You decide what will happen, and you decide how terrifying the scares will be. Uh, these pages always give... They, they're like, I'm like, this is 90%. I get it. But then... Mm -hmm. The sentence, there are growling German shepherds and hey. mind-boggling virtual reality, is... Gaze upon the devils of science! Super smart chimps, never-ending mazes, perpetual motion machines, dogs! Yeah, pretty much. And mind-boggling virtual reality. Yes, yes. Ah, is it a virtual dog? Is it a, maybe it's a, is it Nintendogs? I'm honestly, that's the fact that they're coupled Ooh. together. I want to go for the Nintendogs ending because I'm pretty sure mine is, um, has not eaten in eight years. <laughs> so. Oh God. It's just starving alongside my Neopets. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh my, I lost my Tamagotchi in a uh, snowbank outside of a church. So. <laughs> Still feel bad about it? I mean, what do you think? I still remember where it's I cold. lost I still remember where I and lost hungry. it. I looked so long, <laughs> I couldn't find it. Uh, 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> it, it left. It left. It, set up, <laughs> it moved to a new town and got a new life and set up oh, a new home. No. It felt abandoned, but it really landed on its feet, Rudolph. Yeah, okay. Well, that's good at least. I want it to need me, though, Raps. I want it to need I want to feel needed. <laughs> that's why you get a Tamagotchi. You want to feel like you're in control of something. And then it poops and dies. And then, you know, well, it's all out the window. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> It happens. It really is the perfect metaphor. really is hey, the perfect, we perfect have metaphor. Page one for us to start on if you should like to give yourself some goosebumps. I, I would like to give myself goosebumps, but also before I forget, it's worth mentioning. I said I was going to mention, then I forgot to mention. If Good you're point. watching this exclusively on YouTube, we do have this all over pretty much any podcast app you'd want. And if, it's, if there's an app you want it on and it's not on there, you can send an email to turntopage at gmail.com and I will personally try to get it onto whatever podcast platform you want. Uh, with, within you are reason. looking for turntopagecast at gmail.com. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I'm ready to be be bumped. Let's bump. Uh, <laughs> wait a How minute. did you... Well... No, I just... It's just... <laughs> Let's ba bump sense gave me some weird energy, but I'm ready for <laughs> I'm ready for page one now. I'm ready to goosebump. How did you get in here? A voice calls as you enter the waiting room at Eek Laboratories. That door is supposed to be locked at all times. You and your friend Sam jump. You didn't think anyone was around. Then you spot the receptionist sitting behind a tall desk. She's a short, frizzy-haired redhead wearing too much lipstick for her thin lips. She glares at you as if she expects you to turn around and leave. As soon as you figure out you're in the wrong place... I'm looking for my mom. You tell her. Who's your mom? The receptionist asks. She starts to pack up her things and leave. You glance at the clock, it's almost 5.30. Quitting time. She's the new lab technician. She's working on some top-secret experiments for Dr. Eek. Really? For Dr. Eek? The receptionist gazes at you suspiciously. Yeah, I guess. You say. But really, you're not sure. How come your mom never mentioned it before? Dr. Eek? All she ever told you was that she had a new job in a research lab. You didn't know there was a medical doctor involved. Doctors give you the creeps. Go on to page two. So it's not just... I, who I, said medical doctor? Yeah, that, who said medical doctor? Also, I there's three E's in eek. Like, mm -hmm. I, I'm not an expert on last names. Like, where do you think that the, the surname eek hails from? I mean, the jungle, I guess? I would just, I would, I, at this point? I think this was uh, in the short period of time where on Staten Island and they were, uh, you know, <laughs> regimenting last names as they did, uh, that they used uh, spilling a can of SpaghettiOs uh, uh, <laughs> and alphabet soup. Yes. That was the method for a very short period of time, and that's that's where the, yeah. uh, the Eek family hails from. Yeah, spill the SpaghettiOs, whatever the uh, German Shepherd doesn't lap up is your new last name. Mm -hmm. that's the it's the system dr eek eek it is all right page two we have page two 
Are you sure your mum works for Dr. Reek? The receptionist grills you. She raises an eyebrow. Her eyebrows also give you the creeps. In fact, this whole place gives you the creeps. From the minute you stepped off the elevator on the 19th floor, there were no signs of life. No one in the echoing hall, nothing but the creaking elevator door. And then you spotted the door to Eek Labs. Eek Labs. I want to say with an extra E every time. I got to make sure it's known that there's three E's. Your mother mm -hmm. never told you about that either. The door looked like the door to a huge vault. It was heavy steel and about six inches thick. How do you know it's six inches thick from the other side? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> your best friend Sam pulled a small handle near the edge of the door. To your surprise, the door swung open easily. Okay, you told yourself. So this place has a weird door. That's not a reason to freak out. Yeah, she works here. You tell the receptionist. She does research. Well, take a seat. I'm sure your mum will be right here. Then she packs up her oversized tote bag and walks out. You search around for a chair and then you see them across the room. The chairs are all orange plastic and they're all chained together. Sit down I on page three. An, I love that there's an exclamation mark. The chairs are all orange plastic and they're all chained together. <laughs> I know, like that's a, that's a scary reveal. Dun, dun, dun. I, they've been bad chairs. What can I say? You sit down in an orange plastic chair, but Sam doesn't. He starts roaming around the waiting room. So, what movie is your mom going to take us to? Sam asks. You shrug. Who knows? But remember, Sam, we promised my mom we wouldn't act too wild here. You warn with a grin? Yeah, yeah. He says like he really cares. He wanders over to the receptionist's desk and picks up a glass of clear liquid that's sitting there. It's probably just water, but... Hey! You cry. Don't drink that! But before you can stop him, he drinks it down. Sam drains the glass in one gulp. Then he whirls around to face you. Damn, I mean it. We can't fool around. This is a science lab. He starts to answer, but then suddenly his face turns white. He clutches his throat and gasps. Then the veins in his neck start to pop out. A moment later, he makes a hideous face, as if he's turning into Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You freeze. And make Mr. Hyde. You freeze. Your heart pounds wildly. What did you drink? You ask him. Go on to page four. This is so... Wow. His, his face bulges, his necks, his neck veins bulge, and he makes a hideous face, and it's as though he's turning into the famous character Dr. Jekyll and Hyde. This is the first thing that I think of. This is the only <laughs> yeah. thing this is similar to. Yes, yes. And also, like, what did you drink? I mean, it's like, I, hey, I think if he knew, he wouldn't have, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe it's a prank. Let's go on to page four. I bet you it's a, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm guessing. Probably just a prank. Probably just a prank. Uh, you race over to the desk. You pick up the glass Sam was drinking from and sniff to see if it has a smell. Nothing. <gasps> Sam bursts out laughing. He gives you a devilish grin. <laughs> water. <laughs> Sam says, pointing to the glass. It's just water. You can't help laughing, too. You like Sam. He's funny. But sometimes your best friend can go too far. He's always playing crazy jokes on you. Sam gazes around. You're sure he's trying to find some other trouble to get into. 
maybe we should look for my mom? You suggest? Anything to keep Sam from getting into more trouble. His eyes light up. Great idea. Maybe we can do our own experiments. Uh, on second thought, maybe you should just sit tight and wait. Um, okay. Sit tight. I don't tight. know, these guys are goofster and gaffster. I think he's a content machine. He's always on the mm. hustle. If, you know? if we hang out around him long enough, we're going to get some premium footage. Absolutely. And also a lot of bad publicity, certainly. Mm -hmm. uh, hmm. If you sit down and wait for your mom, turn to page 11. If you look for her, turn to page 6. I mean... We've got it. Go look for her, right? Yeah, I mean, Fortune favors the bold? Probably. Let's do it. I'm not going to sit around. Usually the first choice, they don't reward being a baby. Yeah, in fact, they chastise you for being yes. a baby in the first choice uh, almost every time. Like, go you, back and make the interesting choice. You want to sit down, idiot? <laughs> you sit down until you die. <laughs> you, get, you get made fun of because you're boring. Ooh. Ooh. And then they see your bum bum. That's worse than the death. That's that's too yeah. scary for me. Too scary. Too real. All right, page six. Let's go look for my mom. You tell but Sam. remember, no goofing around. This is a science lab, right? Sam agrees. He zooms through the waiting room door into a long hallway. You quickly follow. Hmm. The hallway is pretty boring. Just a lot of closed doors on both white walls, and there's no way to know what's behind most of them. You open the first one and peek in. Bummer, it's just the lounge. At least that's what it looks like. There are two beat-up brown couches, a table, some chairs, and a bunch of vending machines. Got any change? I'm starving. You pull out coins from your pocket. You've got enough for only one snack selection. You drop the coins into the slot machine. Wait, <laughs> into the slot in the machine? Much different. Mm -hmm. It's a very different machine, I guess. <laughs> Honestly, sometimes it doesn't work. It kind of is a slot machine in a way. You know, if you have, you have well, to put yeah, in two exactly. coins, you the I same one. A, I consider it a jackpot when it gives me what I have asked for. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's the optimal outcome. It can only go wrong. I mean, well, I guess a, I guess a jackpot would be if, like, two fall, fall off. But, like, hey. Ooh. I guess. This never happened to anyone ever. Absolutely not. Uh, you drop the coins into the slot in the machine. You start to punch the number of your favorite candy bar. But before you can hit the buttons, a hand suddenly clamps down on your shoulder. Turn around slowly on page 14. I wish we could wow. pick the candy, but I'm fine with this. <laughs> that, that would be really good if there was just like an actual grid on the bottom of the page. Yes, they had a grid and it actually changed the outcome. I'm with it. Uh, but yeah, wow, you gasp as you turn around. It's a big, hairy chimpanzee. You and Sam freeze. This chimp has you cornered in the lounge. Where did he come from? Is he friendly or dangerous? You have no idea what he'll do. And he's bigger than any chimp you've ever seen. In fact, he's at least as tall as you are. More like a gorilla, you think. You swallow hard. I've never seen a chimp up close like this before. Sam whispers. Me neither. You whisper back. The chimp tilts its head, staring at you. He never seems to blink. 
Then he slowly reaches his other big hairy hand out towards your throat. Turn back to page 13. I can't believe that Goosebumps in 1987 plagiarized this scene from Jordan Peele's latest film, Nope. Incredible. I can't believe it. And I would not believe it even more if I have gotten around to seeing it yet. <laughs> it's, it's really good. I recommend it. Uh, hey, I'll see you after uh, uh, the Spirit Halloween movie. <laughs> it'll be a back-to-back a, a -back special. <laughs> Which you... <laughs> Still can't believe you summoned that into existence. I mean, well, I, I, I didn't, I, knew, I mean, it was, I knew it was a thing. I, I heard it was coming out, but I didn't know the trailer yes, was out. But spoke into existence the story of it. That is true. Either way, you want to scream, but nothing comes out. The chimp moves closer, closer to your throat, but he doesn't grab you or even touch you. Instead, he reaches past you to the buttons on the candy machine. He points directly at A6. Hey, you want to see to get a different candy bar? Cool. You say, smiling at this amazing monkey. But is it okay to give candy to a chimp? Before you can decide, Sam pushes the button for A6. A chocolatey, peanutty thing drops into the slot. <laughs> Sam quickly unwraps the candy bar and hands it to the chimpanzee. His monstrous teeth chomp down hard on the candy. He finishes it in two bites and then pats you on the head. A moment later, oh. he motions for you to follow him. I like this, this monkey. Come on, let's see what it wants. Sam cries. I don't know. I thought we were looking for my mom. Maybe we should go back to the waiting room? Sam rolls his eyes. Where's your sense of adventure? Well, where is your sense of adventure? If you follow the chimp, turn to page 101. If you go back to the waiting room, page 42. I will follow this chimp to the ends of the I earth. Will, I will kill anyone who lays a finger on this chimp. <laughs> <laughs> anyone. I will kill anyone. I will double kill anyone who even looks I'll at this chimp. I'll bring him back chimp. to kill him again. Uh-huh. I will learn necromancy and uh and do a double a, a double kill get a twofer all right here we go page 101 you follow the chimp to the ends of the earth he leads you quickly down the gleaming white hallway oddly enough he seems to know exactly where he's going when the chimp's not watching stam stam sam stoops over he copies the chimp's lumbering scamper uh -oh. Sam cries, scratching his underarms and making chimp noises and faces. Uh. <laughs> That's what we were looking for. I got it now. <laughs> the chimp turns around and catches Sam at it. He glares at both of you. Weird, you think. You know chimps are supposed to be smart animals, but the gleam in this one's eyes... Dot, 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 exclamation point. Frankly, you think he looks smarter than Sam. <laughs> At last, you come to a door. The chimp opens it and makes a sound. It sounds kind of like... Eek. <laughs> What's in here, you wonder? You step through the door into a large laboratory. Sam follows right behind. Inside, a tall man wearing a lab coat writes on a clipboard. He whirls around, glares at you with intense dark eyes. Who are you? He demands loudly. What are you doing here? 
explain who you are on page 122. Maybe that maybe it is Dr. Eek's monster. Dr. Eek's it, very friendly monster. It may well be. I if I find out that this lovely chimp betrays us, I won't recover. I'm just putting that out I, there. <laughs> I will I'm not just recover. Go back to the start of the book until I get a choice that takes yes. us away from that betrayal. There's one good ending, I'm sure, and it's when we are BFFs and we go to Dave and Buster's this weekend. <laughs> it's the only <laughs> ending that works for me. <laughs> this is when I All take... right, let's keep going until yeah. we get it. You try to stay cool, even with the scientist glaring at you. You introduce yourself and Sam to the man. You reach out to shake his hands. Grown-ups usually like that. Ah, yes, the man says, smiling grown-uply, squeezing your hand a little too tightly. I know your mother well, a brilliant scientist. You smile proudly. The chimp tugs on the sleeve of the man's lab coat, trying to get his attention. He makes some signs with his hands. You can't figure out what he's trying to say, but it seems to be a kind of sign language. The man nods as if he understands. Oh. I am Professor Isaac. Oh. One of Dr. Eek's assistants, the man says. I can see that you have met Oscar. He nods towards the chimp. Would you care to take a look at our work? He leads you and Sam to a wall of windows. You both peer through. Wow, Sam gasps. Take a closer look on page 53. I'm floored. Neither of them are Dr. Eek. Nope. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> there is no Dr. Eek. Just his deadly experiments. <laughs> There's no Dr. Eek. The Dr. Eek was you all along. Eek. All right. Page 53. Your mouth falls open as you stare through a lab window. To your amazement, the lab is filled with chimps. But they're not just monkeying around. They're doing cool things. Playing checkers, painting pictures, and reading books. Look. Those two chimps are playing video <gasps> games. Wow. Can you believe there are scores? <laughs> yeah. What kind of research are you doing in here? You ask Professor Yzark. Studying the brains of chimpanzees. He explains. Chimps are very smart, and physically they are a lot like people. This is much we can learn from them. Oscar gives the professor a nudge. A hard nudge. Why do they keep emphasizing the word hard when they just please, just let me live? A hard <laughs> nudge. Oscar strikes the professor. <laughs> hard nudge, as if he wants something. The professor jumps a little, then he turns to you. Oscar is wondering if you'd care to go inside. Professor Yuzark says, he nods towards the room. To see the research up close. Sure. Can we play video games? Oscar would like that very much. Professor Zark replies with a strange smile. What's he smiling about, you wonder? Come on. Sam urges you. What are you waiting for? If you go to the room with the chimps, turn to page 67. If not, think of an excuse on page 108. Uh... That chimps end of the earth. Chimps end of the earth. I am. I. You better not backstab me, Oscar. I Never. will. I will Wouldn't. not. 
I couldn't. I can't. He can't. I won't. He shouldn't. Could he? No. Unless? Impossible. Impossible. No, no. Couldn't be. Not my Oscar, no. Why not take a quick look around the lab, you think? After all, your mom never lets you do anything like this. She never shows you any of this cool stuff, like video games. This might be your only chance. Yeah, we'd love to see the chimps. You tell Professor Yzark. Professor Yzark smiles. Oscar jumps up and down. Good. Professor Yzark says. Quickly, he ushers you and Sam through the connecting door. As soon as you walk in, all of the chimps glance up. They stare at you and Sam without making a sound. Weird, you think. You hold very still, not wanting to scare the chimps. That's why you don't notice what's happening behind you. Oscar the chimp is slamming the door and locking it with a key! Hey, what's going on? Find out on page 10. I, I, you, he this has a, is a nuclear bunker and a bomb is about to go off. That's the only way this makes he sense. Has Oscar is saving reasons. us. He has his reasons. He has his reasons. Not my Oscar, no. As soon as the door is locked, the chimps stop playing games and reading books. The fun and games are over. <laughs> Several of them run to the windows and pull down the shades. The, uh, then the, uh, the Oscar? The Oscar takes a lab coat from the hook on the wall and slips it on. He pulls something from the pockets and puts it in his palm. Then he walks over to Professor Yazark and holds out his hand. Resting there is a small chocolate treat. Professor Zark snatches it and stuffs it in his mouth, as if it's a reward. Oscar pats him on the head, then Oscar points to the far corner of the room. Hey, you didn't see that before. The whole wall is lined with large cages. Eek! <laughs> Oscar cries, making the same sound again. Professor Zark obediently hurries over to one of the cages. He crawls inside, lies down, and curls up to take a nap. Uh oh. oh. Sam croaks, clutching your arm. Look. Oh my god, turn to page 45. As you stare at the cages, you get a horrible sinking feeling. You see that several of the cages are occupied. But not by chimps. By people! They're all adults, most of them wearing lab coats, and all of them are asleep. Sam jabs you in the ribs and points. The woman curled up in the cage in the corner is the thin-lipped receptionist. No wonder the halls of Eek Laboratories were so empty. Hey, what's going on here? Sam shouts. Oscar smiles at you. A chimp smile. Then he lets out a series of eeks. You can't understand a chimpanzee. Eek. But if you could, you'd hear Oscar saying, We're studying human brains. Humans are very smart. And physically, they're a lot like chimpanzees. There is much that we can learn from them. Then he pats you on the head. We're especially delighted that we now have two human children to study. It should be very interesting. You and Sam back away. You don't understand what he just said, but as you stumble into the locked door, you're pretty sure you understand the very scientific, one very scientific important fact. This is definitely David Buster's good ending. Woo! Yeah, boy! Eek on the weekend. Ten whole tickets will get you a Tootsie Roll. <laughs> <laughs> we, we died. I got a sticky hand and it's not sticky anymore. <laughs> exactly. It's been four minutes and I want a refund. 
<laughs> All right. I'm trying to figure out I where we went is back 53, to. Yes, 53 is uh, a a reasonable reset point to before the chimps. Before yes. rather uh, going, going into in. the room with the chimps. Before being, uh, you know, starry-eyed because of videoed games. Uh, mm -hmm. And our best friend in the world, Oscar, who will yes. never betray us. Never betray us. We know he won't. I don't think I want to go into that room. Just got bad vibes in the room. I don't want to go into that room because I just want to hang out with Oscar, not those chimps. Mm. I just, more yeah, time they to would ourselves. Be poultry, poultry replacements for Oscar. Yeah, those aren't chimps. They're chumps. Those are chumps. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> if not, think of an excuse on page 108. We're not going in. Uh-uh. Thanks, but we can't go in the lab. You say politely. That's okay. Professor Yozark replies. You probably didn't have time anyway. Your mother just telephoned me. She had to go to a meeting, but she wants you to take Oscar home with you. Then someone will drop by your house later to pick him up. Really? Take the chimp home. Cool. Sam shouts. But it's not cool. It's not cool at all. The mo the minute you get home, wow, we're the minute you get home, Oscar goes wild. Immediate. Immediately, you are now home. <laughs> Oscar meets your family. Oscar meets your wife. Oscar helps to raise your children. Uh, <laughs> he runs to the refrigerator and helps himself to snacks, but not to eat, to play with. He throws a handful of pineapple yogurt at the wall. Then he starts swinging from the chandeliers. From the chandeliers. Help, you and Sam are worn out from... Help! You and Sam are worn out from chasing Oscar. Help! I, I wish someone would come get this monkey! You say. That instant, the doorbell rings. You peek out the window. There's a jeep parked outside. And standing on your porch is a tall, muscular teenager wearing sandals and a pair of cut-off jeans with no shirt. His sun-streaked brown hair hangs down onto his broad, tanned chest. <laughs> Why? Uh, he looks a little familiar, but you can't remember from where. Who is he? Answer the door on page 15. This is Fabio. This is Fabio. He's he's a hunk. Uh, all right. Um, can I help you? <laughs> you ask the teenager as you open the front door. Jim. He grunts in a deep voice. Got him. Before you can say anything, Oscar rushes right past you. He flings himself into the guy's arms. He strokes the guy's long hair and playfully pats him on the face. Then the two of them start to make chimp sounds as if they know each other. Thanks. The guy says, flashing you a smile. All at once, he vaults over your porch railing with Oscar in his arms. He leaps into his waiting jeep and drives off. You scream, running after them. This can't be the guy the professor sent, can it? You see the guy's license plate. It's one of those vanity plates. The kind that spells out a sentence or a word. You stare, mouth hanging open, at the simple black letters. No one is going to believe this, you realize. Not when you tell them the chimp was picked up by a tanned, half-naked guy who grunted and drove a car with a license plate that read, Tarzan. Nah, don't even think it. No way it could be. Couldn't be, could it? The end. <laughs> what? 
This is even monsters. We'll meet them there. This is we'll meet them there. Two good endings in a well. This is not even a. This is not a bad ending. I guess yeah, legitimately. I, legitimately, I guess this is technically a good ending. But also, it's so this short. Might, this might be the best ending. This... We freed Tarzan's best friend. Yeah. I. Also, I think Tarzan owes us a favor now. I think you can cash that in. I that think that's is like, true. That's yeah. the law of the Tarzan world. What they say the to you? Universe, you sorry. want me beat them up? <laughs> 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 well, hey. <laughs> you want to pause and then figure out how to find out how to get back on track? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. But, uh, we're back at page four. <laughs> I guess making A little bit the... of a leap up. Yeah, making the boring baby choice may finally be the right choice. Um, mm -hmm. and boring not, babies are safe babies. Boring babies are safe babies, that's true. I, To be fair, you could look at this like a failure so far, or you could look at it like the fastest we've ever gotten a good ending. Two good endings. <laughs> Two good I endings. do. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Uh, you want to you sit down and wait for Mama? Yeah, let's just sit in the waiting room because yeah. this is the good choice. This is the good choice. Sit sit around. Page 11. Let's not mess around. We'll Same probably time. have a really, really good time and then a really bad time, which we'll reframe as a good time and meet Tarzan. We should wait for my mom. <laughs> you take a seat in one of the orange plastic chairs in the waiting room. Sam plops down into another one. Bummer. I thought your mom was going to take us to the movie. She is, as soon as she gets off work. But you look at your watch and think, uh-oh, she's late again. This has happened a lot lately. You hardly ever see your mom since she started working at Eek Labs. She spends more and more time at the lab. When you complained about it this morning, she apologized and gave you a big hug. She offered to take you to dinner and movies that night and bring Sam. And bring Oops. Sam if you want. Oh. That broke my brain. And uh, yes, she said, you check your watch again. It's almost six o'clock. Where is she? Suddenly, the door opens. A short woman in a white lab coat steps into the waiting room. She stares at you and Sam. Then she motions for you to come with her. Sorry, we've been running late. The woman says. I'm Vanessa. Follow me. Turn to page 12. We didn't see you You're here in... for the roster experiment, aren't you? Vanessa asks. The pay is $50 cash. You get it at the end of the experiment, and it takes only about 20 minutes. Let's go. That's pretty good. You look at Sam, $50? Yeah. What kind of experiment is this? If you go along with Vanessa, also, turn to page 20. It's important to remember that this is $50 in 1987 oh my god inflation What's that, in modern day dollars that's two billion dollars <laughs> right if yeah. you actually invested that appropriately at the time in 1987 you invested yeah. that in google you invest that in apple you would be <laughs> a trillion man <laughs> you'd be i hello i am trillion man if you'd invest that <laughs> yes. in uh... <laughs> I'm the trillion dollar man. <laughs> uh, to go with Vanessa page 20, if you don't want to take a chance on the raster experiment and lose out on $50, turn to page 63. I mean, come on. We can't make a boring decision. Money? We've got to go with Vanessa. Money? 
Page 20. Rhymes with money. 50 bucks? Sam exclaims. His eyes light up. Great. You what do we have to do? Dr. Eek will explain it to you. Vanessa replies mysteriously. Follow me. You follow Vanessa into a long hallway. The place is empty. Eerily empty. Closed doors line both sides of the hall. Vanessa's heel, high heels click on the tile floor as she leads the way. Where's she taking you? Finally, she stops in front of a door with triple locks. There's an intercom box on the wall besides the door. She pushes the button. Yes? A man's voice crackles. They're here. Vanessa announces. Why is she acting as if they were expecting you? Click. You hear the electronic lock unlocking, then another and another. The door swings open. You peer into the room. It's pitch black. Come in. A voice says from the darkness. Find out what's waiting for you on page 32. <gasps> it's... You step into the dark room. A light flashes on. Well, well, well. What have we here? Big Santa Claus, huh? Ooh, I'm really scared. <laughs> You're joking. You're joking. I can't believe your eyes, says an older man in a white lab coat. He has gray hair and a soft, pudgy face filled with bugs. <laughs> Our next two appointments. Vanessa explains. She tucks a strand of her long brown hair behind her ear. They're here for the roster experiment. Really? The man says. He pushes his wrinkled face right up to within an inch of your nose. He stares you in the eye. You try to gaze away. There's something odd about him. Could it be that he is all the way up in your face? Something <laughs> is odd about him about one of his eyes. It looks as if his right cheek has been pulled up to meet the eye and been stapled there. It gives him a weird squint. Then you notice something else. His lab coat is on backwards. I'm Dr. Eek. Are you sure you're here for the raster experiment? The man asks. I'm played by Frank Barone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Sam insists. What do we have to do? That all depends. <laughs> Dr. Eek says with an evil-sounding laugh. What are you willing to do? What the hell? Decide on page 64 fast. <laughs> Dr. Eek is too weird, you decide. You can get charged for propositioning here. Yeah. yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> you decide to back out of the room, but Sam still has dollar signs in his eyes. Where are you going? Sam whispers to you. Out of here. You declare. No way. I'm staying until I get the money. Dr. Eek grins. He can tell you're having second thoughts. How bad can it be? Sam mutters under his breath. I mean, seriously, your mom works here. It's got to be a safe place, right? <laughs> Businesses? Dangerous? Corrupt? Corporate? <laughs> no. <laughs> Never! No way. You nod half-heartedly. But where's your mom anyways? As if you can read your mind, Dr. Eek speaks up. Actually, he says, I'm not sure you're right for the rest of the experiment. I think you two are more suited to something. He lets his voice trail off. Else. Else. Oh, God. I thought that was a noise gate. It was just a punchline. I was no! a punchline. I apologize. It's, it's fair. It could have been interpreted as either. Yes. 
else. He finally says, that sounds, this sounds worse every minute. If you do whatever Eek tells you to do, turn to page 25. If you chicken out, turn to page 17. Uh... You know what? I don't know. I'm, I'm half a dozen, six of one, half a dozen the other. Well, I mean, one of these is a chicken option. So. The cock. How many? Let's uh, go 25? Sure. I mean, how many? Yeah. I was trying do to make what a. Dr. Eek tells us to do. Trying to make a dozen egg jokes somewhere. I just couldn't find it. Oh. I couldn't find it. And one was chicken. I don't want to do that one, though. <laughs> so it doesn't work. <laughs> Let's go to 25. Okay. We'll do it. What do we have to do? Dr. Eek just smiles slightly. Then he motions for you to follow him. This way. He orders, leads you down a long hall with doors on both sides. He stops short at a door painted green. What's in there? Whispered to Sam. I don't know. Some kind of experiment, probably? Yeah, probably, you think. Until Dr. Eek pulls open the door. It's a German Shepherd! Hey! It's a restroom! You cry? Wait. Here. Dr. Eek says, handing you a bucket and a mop. Clean up. Clean up? You exclaim. Correct. Floors, sinks, all of it. I want it all scrubbed and spotless before you leave. Then he marches out of the room. Clean sinks? He wants you to clean sinks? Then you and Sam glance around. Weird. Look at those sinks. They're so high. Sam exclaims. They're almost eight feet off the ground. I wonder what kind of guy needs a sink that tall. You ask. An instant later, a door opens. A humongous 12-foot-tall kid, a kid your age, <laughs> kid your age, stomps into the restroom. Hi. He says in a booming voice. Then he notices you staring at his height. Yeah, I know. He groans. I'm a freak. Dr. Eek did this to me. You guys are lucky. You get to clean sinks. Whatever you do, don't do the raster experiment, brother. <laughs> clean sinks, you think again. Hey, gladly, any day. And when you're done, you can wash your hands with this whole creepy mess. The end. This one is so strange. This is not even a, this is not a bad ending either. Yeah. What the <laughs> hell? We're getting a lot of like just fine endings. <laughs> we, we get a, a lesson in caution and empathy and an honest day's work. Maybe $50 still. Be honest. Maybe. Maybe we just got a job. $50 for 20 minutes of cleaning? Okay. Oh, that's that's an incredible hourly rate. That's that's you know, 150 for a full hour? Maybe. Yeah. In the I 90s? Think that you could buy Oh my three, god. You could buy 3 apples. <laughs> you could have 6 trillion mess. Yeah, yes. Exactly. I which which is the last choice that we go for for this one? My gosh. I mean, so it was 56, it was 25. I guess we chicken out on page 17 then. 
I guess we have to. Yeah, I mean, like, it's weird because, yeah, all the endings are, they've been fine so far. Like, the, even the first one because of the David Busters of it all, of course. Three good endings. All Maybe right, this is all just about staying on task. All of the choices yeah. we make need to be about, uh, no, actually, I, I reject the call of adventure. Where's my mom? Exactly. Yeah. This one, I, I was starting to feel like I was getting the hang of the books to an extent. And this one just said, no, no, no. This one's the opposite. Mm -hmm. This one is the opposite. Yeah, Don't we're doing you a dare. full completion. Apparently. You clear your throat. <clears throat> um, actually, I've got to go. You say to Dr. Eek. I've got to meet my mom. I'm staying. Sam announces. Dr. Eek shrugs. As you wish. He says to you. Goodbye. Pleasant meeting you. You glare at Sam and motion towards the door, but he won't follow you. You step out into the hallway alone. You start towards the reception area, but then you hear a voice cry out. Help me! <laughs> you freeze. Was that Sam? Did the sound come from behind you, or was it in front of you? You can't be sure. An instant later, you hear the cry again. If you go back and check on Sam, page 81, if you think someone else might be in trouble, hurry to page 99. Sam's already 12 foot tall and humongous. I think we need to go wait. with the new person. Wait, wait, Sam's the one who was 12 foot tall? Well, yeah, Sam's going to be taken into the, the Rascal uh, experiment and become 12 foot tall and humongous. But I think end. we can save another person from a similar fate. I think Sam's too stubborn for it. Okay. So page 90, 99? 99. Alright. Sam's alright, you decide. Sam's alright, you decide. Besides, that cry definitely came from somewhere in front of you. Help me, please! The voice calls out desperately. Seems to be coming from a room just a few feet ahead. You dash forward and pull open the lab door. There's nothing inside except an empty laboratory. A big blob of some kind of green stuff sits on the counter. Wrong room, you say to yourself. Well, no quotations, so it confuses me. Wrong room, you say to yourself. You continue down the hall. You try another door. Nope, just a broom closet. The next door on the left has to be it. It's already partly open. You give it a push and gasp. Catch breath on page 38. <gasps> right away. Ooh. Right away, you know you're in an operating room. Tiled walls, metal cabinets, steel sink, heart monitors, cabinets full of rubber gloves, surgical lights above a stainless steel operating table. Lumpy objects under stained hospital sheets. Stethoscopes. Wait a minute. Lumpy objects under a stained hospital sheet. <laughs> you're you're afraid to look under the sheet and afraid not to what is that lumpy object is that what's crying out for help you peer closer and notice a kid's sneaker pointing out from under the sheet you feel lightheaded you better think you think you better lie down but where no way are you gonna lie down in the operating room uh Help, a weak voice that, says. Oh, th that got noise gated? Damn. Yeah. Help. <laughs> you swallow hard. Your heart pounds. The room begins to spin. Do you dare look under the sheets? Uh, Look under the sheets on page 22 or lie down in an operating room on page 40. No uh, way are you going to lie down in the operating room. No way am I going to lie down in the operating room. Page 22. 
You decide to look under the sheet. Why not? It can't be that bad, can it? Trembling, you walk over to the operating table, sweat beads on your forehead. But you've got to do it. You've got to pull back the sheet. Slowly, you lift a corner of the sheet and you peek underneath, near the head. Or at least you hope that's the head. It's the opposite side of the sneaker anyways. Then you lift the sheet a little bit more. Then more. No! You scream when you spot what's underneath the stained cover. Me. Help me cries a boy about your age, or at least you think it's a boy. You can't really tell because half the body is covered in fur. Oh. You stare at the thing under the covers. Your heart beats triple time. What is it? A boy? A dog? A little bit of each? A boy dog? Half boy? Half dog? Half dog? Half boy? Dog boy! Dog boy! Help! Help me! <laughs> the Trillion Man and Dog Boy coming to TV this evening. 6 p.m. CST. Help me, he says again. Please, my name is Joseph. Dr. Eek tried to turn me into a German Shepherd, but it did not work. And now he's going to try to turn me back into a kid. <laughs> it only half worked. Only the German. <laughs> yeah, that's what we go for. <laughs> you don't know what to say. This is so creepy. So sick. How could your mother work in a place like this? I'm strapped down. The boy explains. He gestures towards his hairy doggy arms. <laughs> Loosen the straps so I can get free. Okay. You say your stomach lurches at the sight of the bristly dog hair of the bristly dog hair all over this kid's body. You start to undo the straps, but this before you his dog bud, dog bud. You start to undo the straps, but before you can, you hear footsteps approaching. Quick, you better find a place to hide. If you hide in Doctor Eek's office on the other side of the room, turn to one twenty nine. If you hide under the table, seventy four. Uh, I'm leaning one twenty nine. Hide in Doctor Eek's office. See some more interesting things. Possibly the ability to find the antidote, the dog antidote, yes. the German antidote. Sorry to turn this boy back into a wholesome <laughs> American lad. <laughs> yeah, apple pie and all. Uh, <laughs> Inject some baseball, quick. <laughs> 50, yeah, 50 cc's of truck, please, stat. <laughs> 50 cc's of truck nuts. <laughs> I, Let's go. I don't, is it, wait, wait, 129? 129. Great. Every instinct in your body says hide. And Dr. Eek's office seems like the best place. You see it on the opposite side of the operating room, an office with a big glass window. The sign on the door reads, Eek's office, keep out. Uh, I've got to hide. You say to the half-boy, half-dog, half-German. No, don't hide. The boy warns. Run and take this with you. With a flick of his dog wrist, he tosses you a silver whistle. It'll keep the dogs away. He tells you. You start towards the door, but the footsteps are right outside. Uh-oh. Time to make another choice. To follow the boys' boys voice, run to page uh, 112. If you think it's best to turn around and hide in Dr. Eek's office, page 34. I trust dogs implicitly with yes. my life. I'm already there. 
So I half trust this dog boy with uh, my half life. <laughs> I have I, I trust it with my half life too. Let's do it. One twelve. You dash out of the hall with a whistle in hand. Now what? You can't just leave this place without Sam. Well, Sam, he's with Dr. <laughs> Eek in a lab down the hall. He's probably in big trouble. <laughs> you race back to the room where you left Sam and Dr. Eek, but it's empty. All you find is a chewing gum wrapper for cinnamon gum, the kind Sam always chews. Then you notice there's another part of the gum wrapper on the floor by the door, another on the way out in the hall, and another. It's a trail. Sam is trying to tell you where he went. You follow the gum wrapper trail down the hall around the corner and straight into another operating room where you find Sam lying on one stainless steel table and a jar of pickles lying on another. They turned him into a pickle. <laughs> I turned Sam into a pickle, it's Rick. Pickle Sam! It's Pickle Sam! Uh, Funniest uh, thing yep. I ever saw. <laughs> Electrical wires run from a scary looking machine to Sam's feet and to the jar of pickles. What are you- What are you doing? You scream at Dr. Eek. Quick, turn to page five. What am I doing? Dr. Eek <laughs> repeats and then laughs. You would never understand, my dear child. You need a certain amount of IQ to understand what's going on <laughs> here. <laughs> You're pretty high IQ to understand what's going on in this operating room. I turned him into a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> Sam turns his head to stare at you. His eyes are filled with terror. Get me out of here! He pleads. There is no way for your friend to save you. Dr. Eek tells Sam. Then he walks over to the scary machine and turns dials. Something buzzes, something hums. Help me! Please, help! A moment later, the jar of pickles starts to glow. Stop! You scream. You lunge at Dr. Eek. But Dr. Eek thrusts out a hand to stop you. I'm assuming his. He's strong, <laughs> even if he is an old guy. <laughs> give up! Dr. Eek commands, but you don't give up. You run over to the table and rip the wires off of Sam's feet. Then you grab his arm. Let's run. You say to your friend. Dr. Eek throws back his head and laughs. <laughs> You'll never get out of here. <laughs> never! He All balanced. the exits are locked. Unless... <laughs> Unless what? You find out on page 76. <laughs> There's no way out of this nearly inescapable laboratory. <laughs> You'll never get out of this lab. Unless you can find <laughs> your way out of the canine maze. <laughs> it's my one weakness. <laughs> my deliberately placed canine maze that I have to get out every day at the end of work. It is tedious. <laughs> Dr. Eek wards. He pulls at his lab coat to adjust it. It's practically choking him since he's wearing it backwards, but he doesn't seem to think there's anything wrong. He strokes his chin thinking, you're pretty sure from the look of Dr. Eek's face, that he's cooking up a hideous plot. Then he nods. Yeah. I'd say that's your best chance. The canine maze. Unless... <laughs> Unless what? You cry. Unless you know the answer to the special Goosebumps question. Uh, 
Oh, Dr. Eek. Oh, my God. Dr. Excellent. Excellent. I'm a Goosebumps expert. You slap Sam a high five. Okay. In the book, My Hairiest Adventure, when Larry first notices the thick black hair growing on his hands, what is he holding? A toothbrush or a hairbrush? Why can't these questions be about the Choose Your Own Adventure books? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would help so much. It's because they wanted to make sure they were still moving copies of the old series. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah. they didn't want to invalidate the older series. This is like having the save data from uh, from your PS1 games recognized by your PS2 so they can still yeah. move titles. Yeah, you need to make sure that Psychomanthus tells you that, you know, you were doing a really good job in Parappa the Rapper. Like, ah, <laughs> uh, foot on the gas, I, I see. Foot, foot on the gas. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that that honestly like i do feel a little uh hard done by that i didn't experience that personally when it was like new before like people were talking about things like that on the internet where it would have actually just blown my goddamn mind mm-hmm. yeah was it a toothbrush or a hairbrush because we don't uh do we, do we just pick one i guess toothbrush Toothbrut. Toothbrut. <laughs> Toothbrut. Larry's holding a toothbrut. <laughs> you tell Dr. Eek. Amazing! You are one true Goosebumps expert. I mean, so the, the Goosebumps books are canon in, <laughs> in this universe. Every other time, yeah. like, it's sort of... Wow, okay. All right. Maybe it's not an yeah, anthology. Goosebumps is canon in the Goosebumps universe. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, that breaks me a bit. I'm happy. I'm, you know what? I'm happy anyways. You grin at Does Sam. Does a Goosebump of all Goosebumps contain itself? <laughs> so, how do we get out of the lab now? You ask eagerly. The canine maze? Dr. Eek replies. Huh? The, the canine maze? Someone would have mentioned something like that earlier if, uh, if <laughs> yeah. that was an idea. Yeah. They just They wanted to give you enough time to pause and read the entirety of My Hairy Adventure or whatever it was called. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they, my sorry, Hairiest like, Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I forgot. That's the sequel. <laughs> That's the... <laughs> yeah, exactly. My Other Hairy Adventures. Yes. My Other Adventures, A Hairy Adventure. New bumper sticker. <laughs> You, you sure you're, you must have heard him wrong. But you said there was another way out if I answered your question right. Oh, yeah. Too bad. I lied. Dr. Eek sneers. It's the canine maze for the both of you. Dr. Eek shivers with delight. He hurries to push a big red button on the wall. A hidden door behind on the operating room wall swings open. You and Sam nervously peer inside. You can tell it's a maze because this hallway is much narrower than a regular hall. Too narrow, you think? Plus, you can't see any doors in the maze. All you can see is the maze twists and turns a lot. How? How? Mm -hmm. Like, how? You, you, sorry, your eyesight twists and turns as well, right? So you can yeah, see through it. I, this, is, this is the second time where we have x-ray vision. Like, <laughs> uh, this is now... This is a repeat thing. 
Like, mm-hmm. first of all, this hallway's too narrow. If I ever feel a little claustrophobic, I am now going to tell myself that I'm in a maze because clearly hall too narrow. This is a maze. This is, mm-hmm. this is a maze for sure. Uh, but yeah, I, how do they, how do they and see the second? Lot, I can tell. Yeah. How do you see the second turn? How do, whatever. If you go in, will you ever get out? Dr. Eek gestures for you and Sam to enter the maze. Enjoy yourselves. He says with an evil grin. Oh, and uh, by the way, beware <laughs> of the dogs. Dogs? What dogs? In the canine maze? Find out on page 23. I feel I the maze itself was a canine. <laughs> I feel I'm starting to feel a little talked down to by this children's book, Raps. Yep. Just a, <laughs> just a touch here. <laughs> page 23. The dogs? But, but I thought, what did you think? Oh, well, Dr. E. asks coldly. I, uh, well, I thought this was a maze that you usually use for dogs to train them or something. I thought we'd have to find our way out, but I didn't think the dogs would be in here with us at the same time. <laughs> you just didn't think. Dr. Eek says briskly. Oh, well, too bad. You know, I did not think of the fact that maybe it was used to train dogs. They got me there. Maybe I'm not yeah, smart that- enough for this book for children. <laughs> I honestly didn't interpret it I, that way either. I, I thought even, it was either going to be full of dogs or it was a dog itself. I guess somehow. it was just the implication of danger made me know that it couldn't have just been as simple as a maze and the fact mm. that it is a book. But yes, I guess if I was like, if I was just out on the town and someone was like, hey, there's a canine maze over here. I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's a maze for dogs. I wouldn't think I... in real life, I would be like, that's a maze where the dogs are going to kill you. In real life, I guess. In, so. in one context, I would think of that almost specifically as kind of like a, a like a, a petting zoo kind of situation, like a like a corn maze, but they just flood it with dogs and you're allowed <laughs> to go in and there's just dogs in there. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. Now I'm disappointed it's not that. Now I'm disappointed. He crosses his arm over his chest and stares at you. This conversation is over. Oh, well. Sam groans. Come on, what are we waiting for? The sooner we go, the sooner we'll get out of here. Sam's right, you decide. Except that you you keep remembering of what Dr. Eek said minutes ago. <laughs> Beware of the dogs. <laughs> Beware of the dogs. Beware of the dogs. You step into the maze corridor. There's a strange smell in the air. Like a dog smell. <laughs> <gasps> dogs in here? Perhaps there's dogs in here. What? In the canine maze? It makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up like a dog. Creep down the hall on page 31. You take a few more steps forward, further into the maze. Blam! The door shuts, slamming behind you with a clang. Now you really are trapped. Which way? Sam asks. Don't be dumb. We haven't come to a choice yet. Let's just keep going straight. (laughs) What, can you see ahead and know that there's twists and turns? What the? Yeah, exactly. Sam Sam was asking, uh, should we go back through the shut door? Yeah. (laughs) Or forward? Exactly. You continue walking the hallway twists and turns five times. Left, right, right, left, left again, but at an angle. Still, you aren't exactly lost. You could easily turn around again and come back, go back the way you came. But your heart pounds wildly. You feel like an animal caught in a trap. Like a dog in a maze. Just knowing that it's a maze, there's only one way out. 
Then it hits you. Hey. You call to Sam, swallowing hard. Your voice sounds high. You hope Sam doesn't notice... Wait. Your voice sounds high. You hope Sam doesn't notice how freaked out you are. Did Dr. Eek actually say that there was a way out of here? I mean, he did say there was, but like... He hey. did. He said it like so many times. Yeah. He said it was the only way out, in fact. Page 30. There's got to be a way out, doesn't there? Oops. Uh, Sam Christ? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember what Dr. Eek said, except for beware of the dogs. <laughs> Maybe the maze just goes on around in circles forever. You know how mazes work. You, yeah. Maybe we'll die of starvation or, or, or run out of air. Uh, maybe the only way is the door back there and the, the one that he just locked. You and Sam don't say anything for the next few minutes, but you're both beginning to sweat. The worst part is the silence in the maze. The dead silence. It doesn't even echo. Not even a little. The only sound is the sound of your sneakers and Sam's thick hiking boots on the tile floor. And the smell. That doggy smell. <laughs> It's getting stronger and stronger. Then all at once, you come to a fork, a choice, the maze, the corridor, either left or straight ahead. You look left, you only see a short piece of hallway, and then another turn. Straight ahead, the hallway seems to stretch out for a long, long time without turning. Which way? Left or straight? I mean, these choices are never I'm really like... Them. Yeah, I mean, hey, like, let's go left, I guess. Let's go left. You quickly turn left and stare at six German shepherds <gasps> racing towards you in the canine maze. Half man, half dog? Three come at you from one side, three from the other. You're trapped. The needle-sharp teeth drip with saliva. Two of them froth at the mouth. One of them has caked, dried blood all over its faith, faith, faced, face. As if it had eaten raw meat. Or something. Earlier that day. Don't scream, you tell yourself. Don't show fear. And don't run. But what can you do? There's only one way to call off the dogs, with a silver whistle. But do you have one? If you met the halfway half-dog, got a silver whistle from him, say, turn to page 127. If not, turn to page 110. I gotta say something. There's a, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it at some point. There is um, a very limited run of five Give Yourself Goosebumps books that mm -hmm. actually, like this thing right here, if, if you met the halfway half-dog... They're completely centered around that idea, and they they only have literally one correct answer. And I'm very excited to get to them because they're like, it's like a big challenge, and you have an inventory system and stuff like that. It's really neat. I am uh, super hyped for that, and yeah. specifically as soon as it happened for the first time in this, I was gonna make note of it later as well. So, uh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we definitely did. So, page one twenty-seven. Luckily, you have the silver whistle. Maybe you'll get out of here alive. The German shepherds lunge at you. The leader is so tall when he, that when he barks, you can feel his hot breath on your face. Suddenly, his huge teeth chomp down at the neck of your t-shirt, grazing your throat. But you don't panic. As fast as humanly possible, which is pretty fast since you have lightning flashed reflexes after years of playing video games. You reach in... <laughs> yeah, video game. Uh, you reach into your pocket and pull out the whistle. You blow it as hard as you can. Nothing happens. No sound comes out. Nothing whatsoever. Now what are you going to do? Face your fate on page 66. Oh, don't tell me this. Like, 
this is like the in book one where it's like throw the ball up in the air clap three times catch it oh you had good reflexes you lose mm-hmm. if it was that again i i'd be uh upset more upset than when oscar betrayed us uh or did i i i think our character just does not know what a dog whistle is yeah i know <laughs> it's almost like it's not discernible to the human ear and only discernible <sighs> to something else but what you blow the silver whistle again harder this time, but still no sound comes out. What's wrong with this thing you want to shout, but your voice is paralyzed with fear? You blow one more time. Still no sound, but then you notice something. The dogs are backing down. All six of them. They stop barking, stop lunging at you, and all six of them sit. They just sit down on their back haunches and stare up at you, as if they're waiting for further instructions. Cool, Sam exclaims. That must be a dog whistle. <laughs> You know, they make a high-pitched sound. People can't hear it, but dogs can. Where'd you get it? It's a long story. I'll tell you later. You say, wiping the sweat off your brow? Come on. Let's find a way out of this place. Look for the exit on page 97. It takes about 20 minutes, but you and Sam finally do escape. You find an emergency exit door in the, in the canine maze, which, surprisingly, was not a maze for dogs. It leads to a stairwell that leads to the floor below, which is where your mom's lab has been all this time. You hurry into her office. She's bent over a microscope, lost in her work. Oh, ha. <laughs> your mom says, looking at her watch. I guess I've got the time. Ready for a movie? I thought we'd go see a new science fiction film about the crazy scientist who traps these two kids. And... <laughs> you and Sam glance at each other and roll your eyes. Hold it, Mom. Sam and I were thinking. We'd rather do something uh, a little less exciting. Could we go home, eat pizza, watch cartoons, and then go to bed? Your mom stares at you blankly. Uh, okay. Sure, plan. But I hate to think you came all this way to my lab for nothing. Isn't there something fun we could do? How about if we stop on the way home and get a scary book to read? You and Sam roll your eyes again. A scary book? Now? But we already lived Goosebumps. We don't need to buy another of the canonically real Goosebumps books. Yes, thanks, Mom. Could you get me all of the Goosebumps all of the Goosebumps books? I have a feeling they may save my life. Yes. I would like to read The Deadly Experiments of Dr. Eek, please. Mm-hmm. It's an autobiography. <laughs> Can we work out flashcards for just reminding me of each different, like anytime anyone interacts with anything? Because it was it was so deep as like in this book. Yeah. At this time, what is the first thing they are holding in their hand when a thing occurs? It's yeah, like that's I know. the level of minutia that people get to when they're like, "You're not a real fan." Nathan Drake farted three times in Act <laughs> Two. Where was the second fart deployed? Is Libya? It's like, oh, okay, well, I guess this is yeah. too much. Absolutely. Too Either way, a scary book now. Not tonight, Mom. Not tonight. The end, but real and good. We did it! But to be fair, this is just as good of an ending as two of the other ones we got. So, I mean... Yes. It's like, getting... I mean, arguably, this was a less good ending. Because we had to go yeah. through more trauma. We met a yep. half-man, half-boy, or half-dog, half-boy, full German. <laughs> <laughs> what?
<laughs> Actually, just just on that, while I remember it, uh, Doctor Ivelts, uh, Izarts, or yeah. Zex, or whatever his name was, uh, Izar. That was his name. Yeah, uh, I, I was I was trying to go for uh, one of those kind of like neo characters from Crash Bandicoot who mm -hmm. sounds like they have an accent that travels like it's Swiss, it's Italian, it's German, it's Swiss again. Now it's like it's just a pan-European traveling accent. Yeah. The 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 madder the scientist, the more likely they seem to have it. Pretty much. <laughs> I don't remember anything. I've been secluded all my life. I don't even remember my accent. <laughs> uh, it's they, they just moved around a lot as a kid. They were uh, exactly, army exactly, exactly. I guess for the, the entire Europe. Yes. This was good. I like this, this one. This was good fun. I really liked this one. Yeah, I, it's it's interesting because at the beginning it was I, it, it puts you right in it right away. It's like hello, here is here is monkey, you know, like mm -hmm. boom, just right away. It did subvert expectations in the sense that waiting was actually the right idea here. And mm -hmm. then, yeah, they, they pulled out for the first time the kind of, did you go and do this? Then if so, this. And I kind of liked that. I think that was that was quite fun. I Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think that was, this is probably my favorite of them so far, to be yes, honest. Same. I, I really liked it. Uh, 10 it, out of it 10. It does feel... 10 out of 10, baby. It does really kind of feel like they uh, they used the knowledge of the previous Choose Your Own Adventures in the Goosebumps series to make a subversion here of, no, you need to do the boring thing in almost every available option at the start. And yeah. then you can do and interesting stuff later. And then you get later. a little bit spicy, yeah. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. Oscar for life. He never betrayed us, right? David Buster's. Mm -hmm. David Buster with Oscar and Tarzan. Also... <laughs> I still can't believe it's just Tarzan. It is it's just, just Tarzan. He just turns up. To be fair, it never says it's Tarzan, for sure. It says it <laughs> oh, couldn't you're be. Right. His... It couldn't be, unless... I mean, like... Unless. By that token, like, if I had a novelty license plate that said, you know, that said Tarzan... Batman. Batman. I mean, that. let's use one that's not true, though. Like, that said Tarzan. Yeah. Uh, then, <laughs> in that case... I mean, you wouldn't think I would start Tarzan, would you? Did no, you, like... you're right. And it's because, like, when I look at my license plate, I don't think that I am CPQ187. <laughs> yeah. When I when I look at mine, I'm, I am I go, like, I mean, I'm not really that much of a big daddy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, how many letters would it be? <laughs> be two eyes dad two eyes <laughs> it'd work i'm yeah, sure yeah why not anyways this has been turned to page make sure you leave a review if you feel like it it'd be really nice i would like it it'd be the good choice i would also like it and that's a hundred that's a hundred percent of the people present would like it how often do you get that much you like unanimous uh, much of a unanimous decision about what's a good idea to do. Uh, we're your life coach. Leave a five star review, <laughs> and you'll be good. then you'll be happy. <laughs> it's just that easy. Uh, but alas, uh, that's that. We'll be back again next week with the next book, which is Night in Werewolf Woods. 
which Ooh. I don't know, I'm into. I I'm I'm a werewolf boy, and also I like werewolves. I'm a half dog, mm-hmm. half boy. I'm zero. Full Full I think maybe like I think I'm. I can't remember. I think I'm like fifteen percent German. Fifty percent huh? dog, fifty percent uh, boy, fifteen percent German. So just slightly different on the slider scale to yeah. what we did encountered previously. I do feel like that's going to be like a good intro. Yes. Uh, we we had like dog adventures here, and in the next we will have even yes. more so. Yep. Yep. Fifty percent boy, fifty percent dog, hundred percent big daddy. All right. Hundred percent reason to remember the name. Hundred <laughs> percent reason to remember the name. Uh, but yeah. Good fun, good spooks, very... Uh, I'm not actually going to make that the standard outro, but that one thing we said from the second the second podcast. Bye-bye. Adios.